This is Ozda Matar, and I'm your host for Season 3 of the International Voices at Queen's podcast. This episode is recorded on the traditional lands of Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee peoples, and it features guests with international experiences. Good day! In this episode, our topic is homesickness or feeling unhappy because you're away from home and everything you associate with home. The ache for home lives in all of us, said poet and storyteller Maya Angelou. I'm talking with Chrissy Liu. Chrissy is a third year student in Smith School of Business. She's currently in China and preparing to come back to Canada. So welcome to International Voices at Queen's. You're joining us from China. Yeah. Wonderful. Uh, can you please introduce yourself? Yeah, for sure. So my name is Chrissy. Um, I'm a third year commerce student at Queen's and I'm now in Beijing taking a gap year. So you were here in Kingston for one year and then you took a gap year and you're coming back. Is that true? Exactly. My first year was entirely online. So my first year was in Beijing and my second year in Kingston, third year gap year, and now I'm, yeah, coming back. So you were in Kingston the second year and yeah. it was your first year in Canada on your mm -hmm. own. What do you remember from that time? Um, so actually, I was super excited when I first got there because um, I met a lot of new friends. So if I recall correctly, it was like from August to uh, November-ish met November like I started to miss my home strongly because um, I've always been really close with my you know mom and dad so um, after that I got COVID in December oh no <laughs> so you were you were already missing your parents and then you got COVID Omicron was so severe at that time and I was um, at the dormitory like I was like a, a rest on so like residence assistant or um yeah so it kind of make the situation even worse you know <laughs> i didn't even know like when i would be able to come back uh the school like provided everything yeah i really appreciate it my, my friends they all supported me for example sometimes they you know uh sent me some food <laughs> it was really lovely chrissy what did homesickness look and feel like for you so actually i would call it like three stages at first, it was like uh, an adjusting st stage, let's say. Because like, um, yeah, I, for I forgot to share that at that time, like when I was really down, I got really like confused and kind of felt lost. Because like, you know, uh, for example, let's say about my previous experience, like decisions, uh, uh -huh. for example, yeah, the major I chose or like the career path I might take in the future and stuff. So all of these kind of originated from my um, homesickness. Yeah. So um, there, there were like three stages when I came back to China. Like the first one, I would call it adjusting stage. Um, uh -huh. So I was still like pretty confused. Uh, was not really in a good mood. 
So I thought, okay, I decided to apply for internships because I, I would say that's something, you know, that seemed serious because I didn't really know like what I want to do or pursue, you know, for this year, right? Uh, it went smoothly. And the second stage would be like climax where I started to make videos and to, you know, shared a lot of my random life thoughts. With <laughs> who? Like um, the WeChat channel and another like China uh, social media as well as Instagram. And also I got a lot of followers like a lot of like support from them so really appreciate it they kind of you know uh made my life uh i don't know it's more interesting exciting what was the third stage then um yeah so the third stage would be returning it's like um I i'm now like still okay so like for the second one i also met a lot of new people you know like hang out with them read a lot of books and worked out and stuff So I just like said that time, like a lot of my friends, they said, wow, you're so energetic. You feel like so happy every day. So at the third one, I'm still like keeping um, that kind of, you know, energetic vibe. Um, I feel it's, it kind of, you know, uh, would make my, my homesickness less in the future when I'm in Canada. Um, yeah, so right now I also love to seize any opportunities. At, this, at the same time, I feel like I'm mentally prepared right now at the third stage. Yeah, I can't wait to come back. I'm excited to see you here as well. Are you connected to folks in Kingston? Yeah, yeah. So basically two main ways. <laughs> Firstly, definitely online, like Instagram, like those kind of things. Um, also, like Queen's Commerce, we always have like exchange program in our third year. So some of my friends actually, they are in China right now. They're doing like the double degree, uh, the Smith and the Peking Yu um, kind of business school program. Actually like this year, they helped me celebrate my my uh, 21st birthday. I always like hang out with them on campus or like we went out. I'm a bit confused there. You said in commerce, you are an exchange student in China. Uh, and I am not. You're not, no, but other I'm students are. Yeah. When yeah. will you seize that opportunity? Um, I'm going to do it this year, actually, like uh, the next year in winter. So the second semester of my third year. Yeah, but I'm going to go to France. Really like excited to, you know, explore Europe. And being in Kingston will feel like a holiday thing, <laughs> experience, right? Yeah. You're going to be here for about four months, maybe. And yes. then we'll go to Europe. That requires some new adjustments. I wanted to, like, when, when you were talking about homesickness, for me, it was, so I knew I was very homesick because I went to Metro, the grocery store near campus. And there I saw these lemons, you know, just label said a product of Turkey, product of Turkey, uh, as it was called at the time. And I started crying, just, <laughs> just seeing the lemon. And then I took a photo and I shared it with, with everyone I know. And I, I sent it to my siblings saying like, I, I'm feeling as if I've seen my mother, you know, just <laughs> exactly. I don't know. When you were in Kingston, did you have a specific object that made you remember home? Yeah, for sure. I would say like the Chinese dishes. Uh, there's a restaurant called like Silver Walk. Yep. So, oh, I love that yeah. place. Uh, like every time if I order food from them, yeah, definitely feel like homesick. But actually, like the, the thing is, I when I feel homesick, right, I would love to order food. But then if I ordered the food from there, I would feel like even more homesick. Yeah, <laughs> more exactly. intense, right? <laughs> Yeah, so that, that that's the cycle. <laughs> Sight and smell and taste of home, right? 
Exactly. What else made you think of your home?、Uh, maybe just like when I encountered like difficulties, for example, in commerce, internships, recruiting, everything. It was really intense. Given that. Around that time in my second year, I I didn't have the mindset that nothing's nothing's a big deal. Right now, I realize that, but at that time, I just felt you know I didn't apply to a lot of you know internships, and then so I didn't get into like any of the positions. Um, so at that time, I just felt so down because yeah, at that time, I was like I was really inconfident, and I encountered those kind of difficulties. So kind of recalled. All the support from my mom and dad, but they were not there and everything. And a lot of my like high school friends, they they were and they are in the states, so it was kind of、mm-hmm. far, you know. I can't like physically, yeah. So at that time, I kind of you know I felt really homesick. You mentioned in your friends,、uh, like the importance、um, of having your friends around. Are you going to be staying in residences or are you going to be renting with other students? Yeah, I'm going to be renting with、uh, three other girls. Yeah, with my friends. That should help、better. socializing. Exactly. Greetings. My name is Arunima Khanna, and I'm a psychologist at Student Wellness Services. I'm also a former international student. I graduated with my PhD from Queens. My role at Queens is to provide counselling and therapy to racialised and international students. And training workshops on multicultural competencies, cultural humility, and basically issues relating to diversity, equity, and anti-racism. I also advise faculty, staff, student government, and groups and administrators on issues pertaining to the needs of students from diverse cultural, racial, ethnic backgrounds, and that includes international students. Being at university can be both exciting and challenging, as you know, it's a time of great opportunity and many experiences, but it can also be a time Time for stress, especially for international students who are away from their usual support networks. Having said that, I want to say that overall, most students do have a productive and satisfying student life. But we also know that there are times when students can feel stressed, lonely, anxious, or sad, and this can present itself in different ways for different people. Please know that some of these feelings are very natural in response to stress and being away from familiar places and supports. These feelings generally resolve within. A short amount of time, but sometimes they stay around, and when this happens, it can affect our well-being and work. So, what do I want to say to you? I want you to know that looking after your well-being is crucial and critical to making your university experience at Queens a positive and productive one. We want you to thrive. Please know that at Student Wellness Services, we're committed to the mental health and well-being of all our students. We want you to know that there are a range of support services available to you should you need. Them. Our services are free and confidential. They include medical services of doctors, nurses, nurse practitioners, health promotion services for basic good health, talking about sleep, nutrition, and things like that. Accessibility services for those of you who need accommodations based on a disability, whether it's temporary or an ongoing one. And then finally, we house the counseling and mental health services, which is where I work. You can book an appointment with the mental health services by calling or dropping by. To student wellness services. If you're in need, please do reach out for support from my colleagues at Student Wellness Services or myself. Many international students have worked with us and have found this to be very helpful. All the best.
learn more about、mm-hmm. what specific strategies you are hoping to implement. Like you know, what are you going to do? Like you don't experience homesickness again,、mm-hmm. or you do experience it, but less severely this time. So during this year, the gap year. Um. Yeah. Like for sure, I spent some time with my family, but I, you know, I also learned like how to be with myself to get along with myself. So right now, like I feel really comfortable being myself with myself and enjoy the time. You know, being alone. Ah,、uh, for example, like. I do like reading, listening to music, or like working out. So I feel if you can try to kind of build these kind of genuine, like true interest, and then,、mm-hmm. um, um, and the second one was is that kind of invo- involving myself more in different communities that align with my interests. You know, um, for example, like the outdoors club because I am a really like outdoorsy person. So I feel if I can get that, you know, connection with the people. Who share the same interests? That would be good. And thirdly, like like I mentioned before, I changed my mindset during the gap year, and I feel like nothing's a big deal. So I feel having this mentality, um, I would not like easily feel you know frustrated when failing at something. Be that homesick because if I encounter those difficulties or like fail at something, I would definitely. Remember, you know, yeah, remember the the support from my mom and dad. If that doesn't happen, and then I would feel less homesick. Got a few follow up questions for you there. So you、yeah. mentioned、uh, exercising. Is、mm-hmm. there a group fitness session that you're interested in? Like, for example,、um, mm-hmm. right now at Arc there are Zumba classes, which I went to、uh, today.、Mm-hmm. Are、okay. you interested in that kind of group activities? Yes. Yes. Um, I am really interest interested in like dancing and all those kind of things. So, do you like register on at the Arc? You sign up、uh, through the app, well, Queens Arcs app.、Mm-hmm. But I know there's a timetable. Yes, yes, for sure. Yeah, I'll check it later. I was gonna ask. Say, someone from China is on their way to Canada, Kingston,、mm-hmm. and they're eighteen. And this is the very first time. What would you recommend that they do? Um, I would say like you need to find maybe a specific group that you feel you know you have a sense of belonging, or like you can share a lot of things with them. Because like we talked about, like friends is the the big support, right? If you leave your home. When you say friends, do you mean friends from your country or friends from any country? So at first, you know, when I got to Canada, I feel, you know, I, I, I want to, I really want to, like, get immersed in the culture, and so I'm, yeah, I had a lot of like Canadian friends, but then like I realized, okay, we didn't share a lot, you know, um, like growing background and stuff. So maybe having some of some support from your Home country would be also a good choice. So right now, I would say like a mixture of both because you don't want to, you know, speak your own language like all the time because you're in Canada. You want to get exposure to, you know, other new culture and just just new new things. And you, you need to like get out of your comfort zone, right? Yeah, but at the same time, you would also want the support from something you're familiar with because it's your first time in Canada. You definitely want something you. You're familiar with. Yeah,、uh, these are、it. great ideas. You know,、mm-hmm. you make some Canadian friends, and then you also have some、uh, friends from your own country. What about friends from other countries? Yeah, have you yeah. tried? Have you attended any of the activities that、um, Quick or Queens International Center organizes? 
No, I haven't. But like, I strongly recommend if I had a chance, like I would definitely do it this year. I would definitely like want to meet other like international students. You said you're an outdoorsy person. They also organize outdoor activities like hiking. Quick also organizes lunches and dinners. Oh, you might want to check them out. Exactly. That's also something I want to share because I feel so like sharing food with someone else is pretty important. So if yeah, if I have a, have the chance, definitely want to you know hang out with other students and have lunch and dinner together. Food unites. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you very much for this very lively conversation. Really nice meeting you. Hope to meet you back in Kingston. Yeah, we should <laughs> hang out. Sure. Enjoy your day. Bye bye. Hello, my name is Lee Richard, and I'm the International Training Coordinator at the Queen's University International Centre. I'm also one of the facilitators of the Queen's University International Centre's Intercultural Awareness Certificate. I'd like you to join us and register for one of the Intercultural Awareness Series we will offer throughout the year. Participating in a series is a great way to earn a certificate, meet new people, make connections, and learn more about how the cultures you're connected to help to frame the way you see the world around you. If you'd like to learn more, then please contact QUIC at queensu.ca. We hope to see you this year. This podcast aims to support members of the university community with intercultural realities. It also serves as a resource for those who seek to better understand the experiences of individuals with intercultural and multilingual realities. This episode is produced by Queen's University International Center and Student Academic Success Services. The music for our podcast series was created by Kingston musician and Santur performer Sadaf Amini. I'd like to thank her for sharing her unique tunes with us. You can find out about her music on her website www.sadafamini.ca. Thank you to the CFRC team for their support. My mentors and thinking partners in this project were Lydia Skulstad and Alyssa Forstner. I appreciate their guidance. I'd like to close this episode by acknowledging that as an international doctoral candidate in Queen's Cultural Studies program, I'm grateful to be able to live, learn, and play on the traditional lands of the Haudenosaunee and the Anishinaabeg peoples. Thank you for listening.